podcast i'm your host amy quinley this is the unofficial jeff lewis live after show and on the tuesday august 8th episode of jll we had aaron leachy martini we had doug Buden, and we had shane douglas so not really sure how i let this fly over my head yesterday but <laughs> i was too busy pointing out things flying over dorinda's head a la jim thompson we won't talk about you today jim don't you worry but <laughs> um yeah okay so if doug and shane ever got married that could be a thing i would never say never justin bieber taught us that so if they did and doug chose to take his young bride husband's name last name uh, and Doug's official first name is really Douglas, then he would turn into Douglas Douglas? Douglas Douglas or Doug Douglas? Doug Douglas? <laughs> what a great name. Oh my gosh. There's a news anchor by me. What's his name? It's like Mario Hilario. <laughs> I'm like, you should have gotten married to Hilaria Baldwin. She'd be Hilaria Hilario. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but then we wouldn't have the Baldwinitos and what would we do without all that content in the world? <laughs> all right, we're off to a sassy start. Um, Speaking of actually, Erin, Erin Leachy on JLL, she starts off by mentioning besides her Hamptons mansion, she's currently homeless, homeless in the city right now because they're in between apartments. You know how that goes. But she does have her teeth, so she is homeless, not toothless. Home, And if you have spare money to donate, what a great charity. Homeless, not toothless. <laughs> Made publicly known by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But we're talking about New York Housewives today, motherfuckers! So Erin Leachy is on the new legacy, and Jeff likes the new season. He was saying something about it. It just works. It works. <clears throat> No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't work. It, I love you, Aaron. I love the show, but I'll tell you what doesn't work about it, okay? And I've already talked about this a few times, but for the millionth, millionth time, here's exactly why it doesn't work. Jeff himself, Jeff says, I had low expectations going in. You know, my friends are all Rony OGs, so I was a bit hesitant to fall in love with the new legacy. Right there, right there. When you say Rony OGs, that should mean day one, season one cast members. We got Jill, Alex, Bethany, Luann, who ditched Jeff for dinner last night. Oh my God, we got to talk about that. Um, But yeah, like now Rony OG includes any cast member on season one through 16. Like however many seasons they had before they press the restart button. I, that, it doesn't work like that, Bravo. And I know Aaron was saying that they're kind of a test show as in a lot more franchises might be getting <clears throat> legacy series. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly maybe uh, Atlanta that would be a good one um but 
I'm just saying that if that was an experiment, then one thing to correct for the next experiment is to change the fucking name. Because now when you say Ronnie OG, it could mean anybody from Alex McCord to Aviva Drescher to Carol. Is Carol an OG now? Carol Radswell? Carol? I just like saying it like that. Did you guys ever go Christmas caroling when you were younger? Like... Sometimes I think about that. We were the fucking stalkers. Just we were talking about this yesterday with Dorinda's house, people just showing up and ringing her doorbell. <laughs> we would do that too, but since it was around the holiday season and we treated them to a tune, somehow they were okay with it. They were fine with letting us ring their doorbell and <laughs> sing them to sleep. I don't serenade them on a snowy night. I don't know. How cute. How do people still do that? I feel like that's not a thing. If anything, maybe they leave a message on your ring doorbell camera <laughs> or they just fucking send you a video from the couch on their own iPhone. But yeah, so um what were we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, the name of Real Housewives New York. So Jeff even mentions how he thought it should be a different name, but he's kind of accepting it more than me. And Erin, I mean, she's on the cast, so she has to defend it. But she was like, it couldn't be a new name. You know, it had to be this. It had, we are the New York City house, but we are just, it's the same show, but just new cast, new cast, same show. Um, it it could be a new name though, Erin. It, it really could have been. It could have been. We would have been, we would have been accepting of that. Um, even if it was Rony Two, like Rony Two, the sequel, something. Um, Rony, the next generation, like Degrassi, Degrassi, the next generation. We just need something. Like I don't even know. Is it officially called Real Houses in New York, the Legacy? I don't even know what the fucking name is, and it just all annoys me. So yeah, it's fine, right? Because it was just an experiment. So. I'm just saying, Bravo, your hypothesis is about 98%, but, <laughs> but there's a few tweaks and I can hand over my notes at any time. It was funny to me, though, how Erin, she wanted the tea uh, from Jeff on Dorinda's thoughts on the new season. Like, what is the OG, but not OG? Ugh, see, exactly. Um, Dorinda, what does she think about the new girls? And... Jeff had dinner with Dorinda last night. She loves, everybody loves the new show. It's great. We just don't get the name. But um, I love how, and look, we you know that we're going to find something about it, okay? So if the worst thing that we find about it is that the name is confusing as fuck, I think that's an amazing sign. If you ask me, like, that means that's the biggest complaint I have. Okay, then you're in for a fucking smashing success of a time, Aaron. You're in for a treat. Go get those Emmys, girl. So, um... But Jeff ended up giving us a little bit of tea about Dinner with Dorinda. Wait, that sounds like a show. Dinner with Dorinda. That should be, you know, Tabitha's Salon Takeover, right? Is that on Bravo? Uh, There should be like a Dinner with Dorinda. And she goes and redoes like their dinner parties or something. It helps get their um, manners in check. God and Doug Buden can be behind her polishing off their manners he can be the sidekick they can be a dual show he's not a sidekick Doug and Dorinda Doug and Dorinda that's a great ring to it too oh my fucking no wait this show could be called manners and manners and it's like people's houses their manners and then and Dorinda makes sure that their house is all good and then Doug comes in and works on their manners their manners inside their manner 
Is anybody following? I don't know, but I smell another fucking smashing success. <laughs> another TV hit. Bring on more Emmys. Where's the Emmys at? All right. So Jeff was saying that normally Dorinda has about one and a half martinis before the slurring starts. And last night with her Cosmos, it was she made it to about three before the crying started and all of that. But my whole thing is Dorinda was absolutely in that JLL studio, not but 12th hours before, sitting live on air, telling all of us fools, trying to fool us all into thinking that she was done with at two martinis. She was like, I only, I barely drink anymore. I have two martinis and Irish exit before the last appetizer is munched down. And the lie detector determined that has been a lie. The Jeff detector, he, he spilled the beans. He says that she had three Cosmos last night, right? I, did I miss here? And she, Dorinda specifically said yesterday that she caps it at two. So yeah, I don't know if it was just one of those moments where, you know, when you say something like, oh, I'm being so healthy right now. And then like, that's the night that you go off the rails or like, I've been eating so well. And then the next day you have 17 pizza pies to yourself. I don't know how other people binge. Again, I just go to my bag of pistachios. But yeah, Dorinda definitely had a little breakdown last night. But the question isn't why was Dorinda crying? The real question is, why did Luann ghost them? Ooh, that's the real tea. Why the fuck did Luann not show up to dinner? She, The countess, the countess is supposed to have the best manners of all. And we know Doug Buden was on fucking polite patrol today. He's polite patrol. And that was not very polite for Luann. We know that during the morning show, she was going to be at dinner. And by nightfall, she was nowhere to be seen. So that's short notice, quick cancel. She upgraded her plans. But what's an, what is an upgrade from getting to hang with Jeff Lewis and Doug and Shane as Dorinda cries in the corner. You know, that sounds great. So <laughs> moving on, Erin, Erin Leachy, she's into real estate, grew up with her fam in the business, went from a real estate agent to a designer to an architect, construction leader of the free world. Like, I don't know. I feel like this girl could actually be president. Like she just seems very motivated, determined, get shit done. And obviously has a lot of resources at her fingertips. So that's helpful. But she also, she puts in the work. We love that. And it's also very like even keeled. I, I don't know. I just like actually kind of want Aaron for president right now. After I said that, I, I just very much would, I'm okay with it. So Erin was saying how she hates seeing her clients waste money, her real estate clients waste money on design that doesn't add value. Like they're redoing, renovating this part of their house. And she's like, why would you do that when the new trend is this open layout, blah, blah, blah. So she helps to add value and cut unnecessary frivolous items that just don't make sense. They don't make sense. And all I could think is... <laughs> Anthony Anderson should hire her <laughs> to look at his backyard. <laughs> because we know that Jeff Lewis, another interior designer mastermind, creative genius, sure, we'll give him that. He is redoing Anthony's Anderson and has demolished the beautiful, luscious greenery into a concrete jungle. So 
<laughs> I would love to know Aaron's opinion on was the, was that a good call? Should we have not done all the olive trees? Should we just try to stick with olive branches instead, which I'll probably need to extend a few of those after this episode? <laughs> Okay, so then Jeff asks about the security of New York City townhomes. Like, how the fuck do people stay safe in the city? Because when we look up art, when we see articles of you guys and headlines, it uh, looks a little scurry, scurry over there. Um, but Jeff was like, do you guys just literally have guards sitting outside? Because apparently that's what they do in Los Angeles. Jeff said they just, that's a thing. So you all need, make sure you have a gardener, a plumber, an electrician, and now a bodyguard to sit on your stoop. A stoop kid. Did anybody watch Hey Arnold's when they were young? <laughs> stoop kids afraid to leave the stoop. Yeah, Um. so security guards are just stoop kids now, I guess. Um. But Jeff has even hired one to watch her property for him and threaten the security guard. <laughs> you better fucking protect this stoop like your life depends on it, bro. Unless you see an ice cream truck drive by and then you, that's always a valid reason to get up and leave your post. Like, because you never know when the ice cream truck's going to come back. Are you joking? Two ball, screw ball. What up? So while Jeff is in New York, his dog Toby found a new home. Oh my God. The dog trainer took him for the week so that he could actually be loved and cared for and not just like dropped off in a crate for seven days straight, which obviously if that's all you can manage to do, that's better than you know, just leaving a dog at home. I don't know. When we were growing up, it's awful. But when we would go for like family vacations, leave for a week, even two weeks, like we would leave the garage door open with a fucking paint can, a paint can, keeping the garage door open and leave water and food for the cats, for our, for our cats. And they would have to suffer outside for a week. Like it was awful it was uh, now that looking back on it, i hated it then but i hate it now even more and i'm pretty sure like the squirrels and raccoons just <laughs> ate their food right away so yeah no i'm just happy that toby found a good home and especially one that he loves so much he the dog trainer says he's a completely different dog when he's with her <laughs> And look, sometimes it's about retraining your environment, right, Jeff? Don't you say that? It's retraining your environment. And it sounds like, I don't know, maybe maybe Toby wasn't the problem in the first place. And it, it was just that he needed a, a new environment. But Jeff looked at it like, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I want Toby to be like that with me. Doug looked at it like you can have Toby be like that with you. Now this trainer just has to teach, train you. <laughs> she just has to train you to be like her. Um, Yeah, I looked at it like, yo, you need to have Lisa pack up Toby's things. Pack up Toby's things and let him go start his new life before you even get home from New York, okay? Like, I'm sorry, but Toby's spoken. Toby has spoken. And if we're going to let Monroe choose her own nanny... We got to let Toby choose his own mom, okay? And are you my mother? Yes, his new trainer is. What's that quote? If you truly love something, know when to let it go. Let it go? No, aunt, no, that's so sad. Um, But actually, I'm, I have to speak for Toby since he can only bark for himself. And truly, the tribe has spoken and... 
Jeff just enjoyed the time that you got to spend with him. I don't know. He he found a new mom. I don't know what to say. All right. Back to housewives chatter. So Aaron doesn't feel like they're part of the housewives sorority. Yeah, you're better off. I'm sure. Um, basically if Andy Cohen had another baby shower, they, their franchise, they wouldn't even be able to be in the event room. Like they could be at the restaurant, but they would have to sit at the bar or they would have to sit at a table on the, in the lower level, something like that, just to haze them a little bit. But the JLL studio, they talk a bunch of shit about Aaron's castmates, Aaron included, <laughs> which, you know, like they're her friends and that's what she's here to do. They're on a public platform, but it's just... Jessel and Cy got the brunt of it. So Jessel the vessel and Cy making them Cy. Basically, they both are kind of complainers. Just Jessel's more upfront about it and will straight up be like, ew, what is this? This is ugly. That's gross. I hate Why is it so fucking cold in here? It's so hot. Ow, I'm burning. And then Cy is passive aggressive about it. And she's like, Jessel, shut the fuck up and be appreciative. And then she's in her interview and she's like, what the fuck? Ew, I was so cold and I was hot and I was burning. And then like she says the same thing, just behind the camera gates. And first, I just need to say that Sai is definitely Lisa Wu's long lost sister. I, just, I can't unsee it. I can't. So I hope that you see it as well. But they kept on talking about the charcuterie board and uh, all the housewives complained that there was food waiting for them. I don't know. And so... Jeff was obsessed with finding out which of the housewives eat, like asking Aaron, does this person, do they actually eat the shit or are they just, are they like Beverly Hills girls and they just take a whiff and they're full for a week? <laughs> or like Lisa Rinna and they don't even need food at all. They don't need food at all. Their bodies were built differently than 99.999% of humans. But I did want to say, I just saw this article in the New York Post. And since Jeff is so obsessed with eating and food and skinny and Manjaro and all that shit. And again, since he's in New York right now, it's so perfect. All right, Jeff, here's what you do. <laughs> to lose some quick weight, just go swimming in the Long Island beach waters. Okay. Because there was just a shark attack there. And apparently the victim lost 20 pounds, 20 pounds of flesh to a bite. And they're still alive to tell the tale. So not only do you get a wicked fucking cool shark attack story, like who the fuck survives a shark attack? Okay, let's play Never Have I Ever. Y'all get you all drunk real fast. Put your finger down if you've ever gotten attacked by a shark. And if all of us still have our fingers up, then I hope we're at a convention for victims of shark attacks because that'd be really fucking random. That, it's... That would be too weird. But I'm just saying that Jeff is always obsessed with sharks and so scared about shark attacks. And what a way to reframe it. What a <laughs> what a way to reframe it. You too could lose 20 pounds of flesh <laughs> with one quick, swift bite to the torso. Um, yeah, anyways, I'm happy that that lady survived. And moving on. Next, Jeff talks about how... There's enough rude people in this world. There's enough rude people. He is making sure to teach Monroe manners. Be a polite little gal. And Doug's a huge advocate of that. Why hasn't Doug opened up a finishing school? A finishing school. Like, he is clearly a stickler for everybody being polite and acting accordingly, according to Jim. And, oh shit, I said I wouldn't talk about you, Jim. Whoops, it, that was, it wasn't you. It's that other Jim. 
Um, but he was like to Aaron, this cast member, they were rude. This cast member, impolite. This cast member, disrespectful. This guy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God, Doug, you either need to write a fucking book so I can learn how to be a polite human in your eyes or open up a finishing school, finish off class with a homemade tomato pie and then finish with a happy ending in the shed. No extra charge, no extra charge, tip included, (laughs) tip always included. So we end JLL with Amy the caller, more like Amy the call out. Oh my God, you guys, you know that I say I defend my Amy's, but yikes girly no no i will um so she was saying that she noticed watching the new episodes that jessel kind of treats her mom almost like a staff member she treats her mom like the help in a scene and i don't know like tried to feed her a shit pie or maybe that was a different help the help um but I'm just going to say, I think that they talked about Jessel enough, okay? They talked about Jessel and Cy a lot, and I get it. You know, like, they're on a public platform. That's Aaron's show. That's one of her cast members. Of course, it's fair game, but when everybody's, like, jumping on one person, you know, like, for Jessel, she must be, she's getting shit on online. She's getting shit on on JLL. She's feeding her mom shit pies. No, I'm kidding. That's all alleged, but... Yeah, she's probably, hopefully, having a Michael Jackson moment and starting with the man in the mirror and trying to, you know, really reflect deep. But, however, again, she was talked about enough. And so, love you, Jessel. But she does have a splash of Meghan Markle in her. Like, she has a Meghan Markle quality about her. And so, instead of Jessel, I want to focus on Meghan Malarkey for a second. Meghan Malarkey. So... Her and Harry, her and Hare, they're trying to make up with the air. <laughs> her and the spare are trying to make up with the air. <laughs> As in, uh, yeah, they're kind of trying to mend bridges with William right now. I guess that's the latest news. But I just wanted to say the advice that I don't know if anybody's given Megan yet, but the thing that's so obvious that needs to change if she really wants to get back in the public's good graces, or at least in my good graces, fuck the public. Like, yeah, I'm I'm giving you the what you really need, girl, because I'm sure there's a lot of people around you right now that have to tiptoe around the truth. But here it is, okay? Focus on your relationship with your dad. Just like Harry's focusing on his family relationship and mending that, you got to focus on your fucking dad, girl, okay? Because we all have family issues. Uh, Again, I would say the exception to the rule is that your family is flawless. Like Shane Douglas, his family might be an exception to the rule. (laughs) The way that they all celebrated his brother's 21st birthday together. I'll never get over that. What do you mean you got shit-faced with your family for your 21st birthday? That is just the most wholesome thing to me. That's so wholesome. You want to get shit-faced with mom and dad. I love it. So yeah, Megan, you can cut people off. That's your prerogative. Whatever you think he did to wrong you so much, which by the way, what, he staged some paparazzi pictures? Okay. Okay. Megan. Megan. That's what I'm saying. So many other people have dealt with much worse with their own families and they still decide to put in the effort to work through it because you don't just get to erase your dad from your life when he did nothing before that and you loved him. He raised you. He did so much for you. And then he makes 
one mistake. And obviously there's a lot, it's deep and family and all that. I get it, Megan. I'm just saying that I think it's hard for, it's hard at least for me to rationalize why her dad, like, especially when he had a stroke and she didn't even go to see him. It's like, what could ever make you not, I don't get it. I just don't get that. And it makes me feel like she's wicked cold. And that's what I don't fuck with. So like, you really would rather the narrative of you being the victim than just sucking it the fuck up and like realizing your dad made one mistake. Okay, great. Because it's like the same thing as the Will Smith Oscar slap, right? Like when he slapped Chris Rock, There are so many things in everybody's life, in daily scenarios where, yeah, you want to maybe give somebody a quick little backhand, maybe, but you don't. You don't because that's called assault. That's called assault, Will Smith. So you don't get to just slap Chris Rock. Like, we, we don't all get to just go slap whoever. So you don't either. And Megan, we don't all just get to cut off our family. I mean, some of us do, but others choose to just work through shit. So you don't get just to like, cut off your dad because of one paparazzi picture. Oh, my God. Paparazzi. But truly, at the end of the day, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Their own stories are their own, their own lives. Just go live it. Go live it and do what you want. If you want to lose weight the easy way and lose a quick 20 pounds of flesh to a shark bite, go swim in Rockaway Beach. If you want to have a happy ending in your life, go to Doug's shed. If you want to have shit talked about you, go on JLL. Oh my God. And if you want to have a good motherfucking time, go to SpeciousSassPodcast.com. All right. I love you guys so fucking much. We'll be back tomorrow with another recap. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Splash. 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 Splash.